Hey there, everybody. Meteorologist Dave Turley here, and I am joined, of course, with meteorologist Andrew Gordon. And we want to thank you all for joining us for another edition of our WTOC First Alert Weather Podcast. And today's topic, Andrew, we're going to be talking tropical stuff. Yes, because it's already been, you know, busy early on in the season and even before the season officially started, which was on Monday the 1st. Yeah, uh, Monday, and we're recording this on the 4th, and uh, as you mentioned, pretty active. Already had two storms in there for May, and we're still dealing with our third one, which you got some facts on that, don't you? Yeah, so this is interesting. It's the third name storm of the year, and it's the earliest a third name storm, so a C, has formed. It beat it out by a little while, and it's it's kind of important to know because I've, th- I've seen chatter, and you know my friends have asked me, Oh, you know, we've already, this is our third one already. Does that mean it's going to be an active season? And not necessarily. I mean, we've, we've talked about the, the forecast for the season, um, and it is supposed to be above average. But that just because we're off to a quick pace here does not mean that we're going to have a name storm now through November. But, yes, it's an early start. Yes, it's supposed to be above average. But it doesn't mean that it's going to be, you know, no end in sight here because it looks like, after a Cristobal here, we're going to calm down at least for a little bit. You know, hopefully things can change. But um, why don't we talk a little bit about the impacts, kind of what's going on right now, what the Gulf Coast states can experience. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we're going to be talking about this is the latest advisory for us, which was the 11 a.m. advisory here on Thursday, June 4th. And uh, we now officially have Cristobal. That's the way I've been saying it. Um uh, weakening down into a tropical depression. It's moved over land. It's been over land since yesterday. And now it's basically lost its fuel, its moisture source, which was the southern areas of the Bay Campeche or Campeche, however you want to say it. Uh, so it's weakening. And it's not really moving all that much. It's a little slight movement out to the east-southeast, about three miles per hour. And the forecast track continues to keep Cristobal over land heading on into Friday, especially through Friday morning and afternoon. After that, it's taken a turn to the north, and this is when it's expected to move back into the Gulf of Mexico. And with that, it's going to get its moisture source back, its fuel, its energy, and then that is when strengthening is going to be expected. But not a lot of strengthening coming up here as it moves into the Gulf of Mexico. And there's a couple factors for that, of course. Yeah, and you know, one of those is, yes, you know, you've got ingredients here. You've got to have things that come together for these storms to, you know, it's it's harder for these storms to get stronger than it is for them to not. So for you to have a, a hurricane, a lot actually has to go right in the atmosphere. Um, but there are some things working against it. One of those for it to strengthen anyways would be the drier air that's going to be coming in a little bit from the west. That's one of the things that would impede cloud development up high in the mid to upper levels of the atmosphere if you've got drier that kind of you know that combats the potential for the storm center to get stronger and thunderstorms and convection to get going so yes you might have warmer than normal temperatures in the gulf of mexico but if you've got dry air up above it they're going to kind of you know even each other out just a little bit that being said of course it does look like on friday this could get back over water depending on how strong and how tight this uh, circulation is is going to determine how this strengthens, how quick it goes back into a storm. And it does look like uh, by this weekend, probably Sunday, somewhere right now targeting the Louisiana coastline, it could have landfall of a tropical storm. 
Yeah, and exactly. Along with that dry air in the mid and upper levels, we also have that upper level trough too, which is bringing in some winds, which is really the, the storms don't like that. They want the thunderstorms with that moisture, which you need to continue to grow and blossom. If you've got strong upper level winds moving on in there, that tends to rip apart or shear apart the tops of those storms and then inhibits it from growing as much as it could. And you're right, the uh, the forecast does call for a landfall here sometime late Sunday along the Louisiana coastline. And the computer models have been pretty consistent on that here uh, for the last couple of days, bringing it in to Louisiana. Uh, so that's a pretty good bet as a, as a tropical storm. Uh, and then weakening, of course, as it continues to make its way northward into Arkansas, heading into Monday and into Tuesday. But this is going to be a fast-moving system, so it's not going to stick around. It's going to produce its rain and get some storm surge, but it's not going to be right now the way it looks like a huge impact as far as seeing a lot of devastation with this system yeah these storms are really interesting they always are and the upper level winds play a big role in this just to touch on one more thing before i go into that um all of the model intensity guidance as of when we're recording this now none of it has it getting up to hurricane status it has it getting close for some of them but no more than likely uh, the safe bet would be that this is going to remain a tropical storm that doesn't really matter for us locally either way in regards to impacts but you know our focus has been or you know a lot of people that you might have heard talk about this so far would be oh landfall louisiana gulf central Coast, gulf coast or western gulf coast well you know if you look at what this storm is going to do i mean these storms don't just dissipate when they hit land they weaken but they they hang tough there likely going to go up through louisiana into arkansas and then depending on what we've got going on at the the mid and upper levels this center of the circulation, once it gets back to a depression and then uh, even weaken, weakens more so than that, could go up along the Mississippi River. Some models have the center of circulation going all the way up to, to Iowa in the Midwest. It's, you know, it's interesting that um, we often think about here locally the impacts, but if you have friends and family, they could, you know, further west, they could get some, some impacts from this. Not think great, but some rain as well. So just because a tropical system makes the biggest impact in one place you know it is going to cause you know cloud cover rain other places as well which is kind of interesting i yeah. think you know anytime i've got friends and family in, in iowa and i was just like you know you can get rain from this system that's all the way in mexico right now it's it's pretty fun every time i hear of iowa i always think of field of dreams is this heaven I, no it's iowa oh i have a <laughs> short sidebar here and i always have sidebars but i did go i went to visit that big baseball fan visited it um i don't know maybe five or six years ago does it cost money do they actually charge you to go no there? no it doesn't you just really? you park you you i brought my glove play catch you know you can take you bring a bat wiffle ball you just have at it if you got someone to throw to you the house is still there that i mean someone lives in it it's somebody's property and i went i think it was june and i was corn planting seasons a little bit later i've got a uh, family that are corn farmers up there so since it stays colder later, they plant later. And usually they call for corn to be about knee high by the 4th of July is the saying up there. So I went in June, you know, I'm expecting it to be this big picturesque, right, you know, right. like the movie, but that doesn't happen until, you know, late summer when the corn is six feet tall. So it was still cool to see it. You just had to use your imagination a little bit. 
Yeah, that's that's a nice little sidebar there. It's one of those movie magic things where they they don't tell you about it. You just think it's always like that with the big corn yeah, and everything. I mean, it's a it's a working farm. They just happen to have a baseball field in front of their house. I'm shocked that they don't charge. I would think they make a little bit of money. But it's nice that they let the public come in and actually do. Yeah, that. they have little souvenirs and things you can buy. But well, that's cool. You know, getting back uh, to uh, Cristobal, uh, we aren't going to see any direct impacts as far as any storm surge or any type of wind. But, you know, some of the uh, the, the mid and upper level clouds, which we have been seeing the past couple of days from that flow of that tropical system are streaming right over uh, parts of the Gulf and the Florida and right over our area. So we're going to be seeing a lot of clouds and we were going to get some scattered showers each and every day. But it's not going to be something that's going to be. Uh, we need to worry about any type of uh, flooding or any type of widespread no. damage or destruction or anything like that. But, yeah, technically, we are going to get some of the uh, indirect results, I guess, from Cristobal. Yeah, you, you know, we're going to tell you that we're going to feel those indirect impacts, but it's not it's nothing hyped up. I mean, it is what it is. Um, many of us probably looking at the uh, rainfall forecast that we've been going with here for the next even five to seven days, many of us going to be below that two inch threshold unless you're closer down to the Florida state line in the southern half of Florida. So if you take Florida north, south, divide it in half, that southern half has a flood watch already, just like portions of Louisiana and Mississippi. So you can get these impacts far out of the center circulation. You've probably heard us say that a hundred times, but it just goes to show that you've got flood watches in a little area there of Florida and then another portion there, Louisiana, Louisiana and Mississippi. But it's uh, really just, it, it's pretty interesting to see that. It is also showing a pretty defi- definitive cutoff in those rainfall uh, uh, amounts. So, you know, minor adjustments could mean bigger, you know, forecasting complications when it comes to rain. But either way, I don't see us, Dave, having any flooding issues from this. I don't I don't see it as of right now either. Again, the bulk of that moisture, you can even see it right now. You're looking at the, I'm looking at the enhanced infrared uh, satellite imaging showing where all the deep moisture is and it's down from the Yucatan heading into western Cuba and then central and southern Florida and some of that we had a little mid-level uh, circulation move across our coastal areas this morning and we can see some of those uh, little areas kind of move northward occasionally but it's be isolated it's not going to be an all-day event like they're going to be seeing down across parts of Florida so it'll be a, not a huge rain event for us but you know we could use the rain uh, it's always good to have some of the uh, rain in our area. We don't want to go too long this time of the year without getting any rain. And we're definitely going to have this in that seven-day forecast. Yeah, definitely so. So it'll be interesting to see how this evolves. You know, thankfully, the, the latest um, drought monitor has been updated. And if you just, it is a sliver of extreme South Georgia that's in an abnormally dry category. So uh, we'll definitely take the rain because we can go through our dry spells as we get into summer, even with the afternoon sea breeze thunderstorms. But, uh, you know, we don't we don't need a ton of it. Doesn't look like we're going to get a lot of it. And it's, it's kind of like a happy medium for us here. We get to watch it from afar. It doesn't look like anybody in the continental United States is going to get a bunch of damage from this. But um, it's kind of a good tune up for everybody here going into, you know, we're first week of hurricane season now. And we're already talking about this stuff. Yeah, it's something to think about. And you mentioned earlier about having a, a, a above-average season and how some people are concerned about that. You know, just because it's an above-average season, it still doesn't mean that all these storms that develop are going to hit land or impact our area. Right. 
I mean, that's this is when we they give the forecast, whether you're getting it from NOAA, Colorado State, or wherever you're getting your your predictions from, they're talking about the Atlantic Basin, which includes the Atlantic Ocean, the Gulf of Mexico, and the Caribbean Sea. So anywhere in that area, all those storms and that can will be combined to include the Atlantic Basin. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of activity this time of the year, which normally happens into the Caribbean and to the Gulf of Mexico. It's where the warmers are, the waters are warmest now this time of the year. But eventually, as we get later into the season, as the Atlantic starts to uh, warm up a little bit, you're going to get more of those storms crossing the Atlantic as they kind of move off of Africa with a little bit of some spin and develop. And uh, those are the bigger storms usually that we got to be concerned about as well. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, just some perspective here. We talk about the above average potential, but also the chance of us getting hit. I mean, it's there. But if you think about the globe, it's covered 71 percent by water. So there's more likely of a chance that these storms stay out of our water than making landfall. But we're definitely going to have landfall. Uh, I mean, you you don't have a season where nobody in the United States is is unimpacted by some sort of tropical system. So it's going to be out there. Um, but I think that uh, at least we're hoping that this season we uh, go unscathed. And if not, you know, we're here, we're ready. We're, uh, hopefully we'll be back, uh, Dave and I, in the uh, station for you guys soon so we can help you even more so with uh, doing more of these forecasts. But for, I know you and I, it's been a while since we've been back in it's there. Been, doing weather. I think they officially told me when I'm going, but if they tell you, do they have a talk with you roughly? I've, I've been talked to. I don't have an official date yet. I'm sure that's coming soon though. Oh, and you I, don't have an official. Hopefully I'm, the next couple of weeks. Yes. That's what the, 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 the plan is. Um, my st- start date is June 15th. And okay. again, today's so June 4th, but I'll still be doing the noon show from my house and then getting the forecast ready, then going in and basically doing the evening shows uh, right. from the station. So happy medium, I guess. Yeah. Happy medium. But that would make it, if I go back June uh, 15th, that would make it three months that wow. I've been home here doing the weather from the house. So it'll be a, a, a big change. Cause I guess we're kind of now the new norm. This is my new norm. This is what I'm used to. Now I, changing it up again and going back and doing something that I was used to for 20 years. <laughs> yeah. I know you've got uh, your fancy green screen, which is super cool, but I will get to reunite with an old friend whenever I get in front of the green screen again. That'll be fun. Yeah. It'll be something to look forward to. And uh, we're going to be making sure that we still give you the latest updates on all the tropical stuff. If you're listening to this, make sure you continue to have a plan. We're just starting to get into hurricane season Make sure you and your family have a plan. Know what you all would do if a storm was to threaten and we needed to evacuate. Know where to go. Know what you would take with you. So if the time comes, you don't have to worry about that. It's one less thing you have to worry about and stress over. But of course, we here at WTOC will be giving you all the latest information that we can whenever we can give it to you all. That's right. We're here for you guys. So... That's another edition of our WTOC First Alert Weather Podcast. Andrew, it was good to talk to you again. Yeah, Cindy, hope I can see you soon. And I hope to see you as well. And uh, to you all, I'll talk to you all next week.